If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. Hey, 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 thank you for that, and welcome to another hump day edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. I am your eponymous host, Rick Tittle, humbly coming to you from San Francisco, California. What is going on? I asked you a question. What is going on in your sporting world? The great thing about this show is I'm so I'll talk about any sport that you would like. We had the Midsummer Night's Dream with Puck and Bottom and Thisbe and Lysander. Oh, wait, no, we had the Midsummer Classic yesterday. And how about the Senior Circuit coming through? And who predicted a pitching duel? Do people like a pitching duel? You know, it's funny, as an A's fan, all I cared about was what Brent Rooker would do. And his first time up, he hits a ground rule double. And I actually said double was better than hitting into a double play. And then the next time up, he hit into a double play. It's not really his bad, though, because he lined out to third and the guy from first was breaking. But that's what I think of. You know, I can tell you that Jay Howell lost an All-Star game. And I can also tell you that Keith Folk saved an All-Star game. Or that when I went to AT&T Park, that Dan Heron started the All-Star game. It's basically what the A's do in the All-Star game. But that's the fun of it. And that's why I like the fact that they take one guy from every team. It keeps me interested. I don't think I watched an NBA All-Star game for 20 years in between (laughs) when Latrell Sprewell made it and Bernard King or something. It was a long time. But let's talk about that. And anything else on your mind? We've got some guests. When do we not have some guests? We've got Rick Johnson, Maria Cooper, who's Gary Cooper's daughter. We've got Preacher Lawson, the comedian. John Garcia has a new film out. Pro wagering will probably step by. But in between all that, as I mentioned, your calls. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Big shout out to our troops listening, both home and abroad on American Forces Radio Network. You're doing a great job. We're proud of you. Keep up the good work. Stay safe. Come home soon. Uh, Tittle Lake Sports with Rick Tittle, the Facebook fan page, and the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Come on back, y'all. Cybercrimes like ransomware attacks against schools are on the rise globally. 
That's why IBM will grant $5 million in kind for schools to boost cybersecurity through tools and training. Now open for applications for its third year, IBM's Education Security Preparedness Grants have already benefited more than 350,000 students around the world. This year, selected schools will also receive enhanced training in AI and cybersecurity through IBM SkillsBuild. Justina Nixon St. Till, IBM Chief Impact Officer. Over the past two years, the threat of cyber attacks in the education sector has more than doubled. Now, more than ever, schools need our support. We are proud to offer tools and training from IBM Security and IBM SkillsBuild to help schools prepare for this growing threat. Visit ibm.com slash impact slash initiatives slash security. This is sponsored by IBM. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Titillating Sports with Rick Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever, he's so wonderful, titillating sports, with Rick Tittle, Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Starting off the show with comic book insider Richard Johnson. He is a mainstay in the industry and the author of some new Marvel books uh, as well. He got one on Captain America, he got one on Spider Man, and the latest is called The Incredible Hulk World Breaker Hero. 
icon. Richard, I love the title. What were some of the other <laughs> titles that uh, almost made it? Hi, Rick. How are you? And by the way, you can call me Rich. Richard is just so formal. Um, so okay. from Rich well, to you Rick. can call me Rick, too. Don't call me Richard. Okay. So uh, Captain America was Avenger hero icon, and Amazing Spider-Man was Web-Slinger hero icon. So it's, it's, the whole series is sort of labeled under the hero icon series. When you think about the, uh, the, the phenomenon of these heroes now, and I think if you had asked me, because I'm in my 50s, and if you asked me, you know, 20 years ago, would there be like this relentless parade of nonstop Marvel movies? And I thought, man, eh, you'd probably get one or two. Why do you think it is? I mean, of course, I'll keep making them because they're so popular. Why do you think there's been such a huge renaissance in these Marvel heroes? I think partly because there's sort of been a buildup for the technology to, to, to match what, what can happen on paper. You know, um, it was easy to make a man fly or someone to lift a building or a rock or anything on the pages of a comic book. You know, it's a, it's a little more a little more challenging to make that believable on the screen. So, you know, back in the day in the 1970s when the Superman movie came out and, you know, you'll believe a man can fly, the technology was pretty good for the day, but it's just gotten so much better that now they can really fully imagine what's on the comic book page and transfer it to the screen. You know, it's always interesting to me how a lot of people will say, you know, I, I, I don't like Ford trucks, I like Chevy, or I don't like PlayStation, yeah. I like Xbox. I, I, I have There's room in my heart for everything, and I know you worked for DC, right? I did. I was a VP there for, for almost uh, 10 years. My job was to get graphic novels into bookstores and libraries where they'd never been before. And, and you're right about that. There's actually kind of a famous um, Simpson episode, which includes the comic shop guy. And Marge, uh, where Marge, there's they, sort of a flirtation between us, and she tells him it'll never work out because you're DC and I'm Marvel. And he says, I completely understand. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 you know, there, there are many people who, who, who love both. And I did as a kid, too. You know, I not only read Superman and Batman and Justice League, I read um spider-man and captain america and the hulk and, and and a bunch of others and sergeant fury and the Halloween commandos so it you, you might favor one over the other and some do but i think there's room for all of them i think if you'd asked me in the 70s when i was buying comics for 25 cents and i liked sergeant fury but my guy i was such a dc guy because sergeant rock oh. was the guy for me and i i haven't heard anything from sergeant rock since like 1981 there is actually, I'm going to get all nerdy on here because I worked it. There, Joe Kubert, the guy who really um, pioneered yeah. Sergeant Rock, who I had the good fortune to meet. And I, 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 um, his school is in New Jersey, the Joe Kubert School, uh, where you can learn how to draw comics. He, he came back to it in the early 2000s and did a hardcover of it. So there was some activity for Sergeant Rock, um, a little bit, but not a lot. Yeah, I loved him. So also. Pardon? Who else did you read? Who who are, who are your favorites besides in the superhero world? I liked, who are your favorites? Um, I like the Leathernecks too. What was the one where they drove the little Jeb Stewart tank and one guy was dressed like a Native American? What was that one in World War II? That and maybe it was the was that the was that the Commandos or was that the Leathernecks? So it might have been the might have been the Commandos. I'm not 100 percent positive, but it might have been the Commandos. 
Yeah, there was a guy, I think his name was Little Bear. He was like the Indian, yeah. and they drove around. They had a Confederate flag on the tank. <laughs> yeah, you're going pretty deep here, Rick. You're going pretty deep in the cannon. <laughs> I am. Um, also, there was one, I think, called Fighting Marines that I used to read. Yeah, there were tons of World War II comics back in the day. What's interesting, in, in, in overseas, like in, in France, World War II comics still sell pretty well. Uh, not so much here, but over there they sell really well. I sort of feel like we get to the point now where, you know, I, I figured that I knew who all the superheroes are. And then now, I mean, it seems like there's a new superhero coming out every other day. And I, I guess that's good, but I sort of feel like I'm like a stodgy old man. I'm like, who? I never heard of that one. Well, that's the thing with both DC and Marvel. Um, you know, the, the, the main characters that came to the top, you know, sort of the A-listers, the Superman and Batmans and the Hulks and Spider-Mans and, Iron Man's, you know, they both literally have hundreds and if not thousands of characters from their 80 plus years of publishing, both of them. Um, so th th there's a lot of characters you would never hear of um, if you're a casual comic book reader. Um, you know, the more you read, you know, to, to use a phrase, the more you'll know. Uh, I think also, when, when was it, maybe it was in the 90s, where, you know, adults like you and I who like this stuff, you know, we didn't want to say, oh, we're reading comic books, and then we get a hardcover, and we invent the term graphic novel. That helped. Allegedly, that term came from a man named Will Eisner. So there's a little bit of debate about this, but I'll give you the story that is, is mostly accepted. A man named Will Eisner, who back in the 1930s did a, did a character called The Spirit. There was actually a movie back in the early 2000s directed by Frank Miller about the character. Math character with a hat. He was a, a, a deceased detective. And the story went that he wrote a book about a, a, a rabbi, and um, he was shopping around to New York publishers. He didn't want to publish it as a comic book. He wanted to publish it as a book. So most publishers you would meet with, like a Random House or a, you know whoever, would say, "Well, we don't publish comics." He's like, "Well, it's not a comic book; it's it's a, a graphic novel." Unfortunately for me, when I first started selling graphic novels into into bookstores and libraries, there were several people who thought I was selling erotica. <laughs> they, yeah, I'm not kidding. They they didn't think comics; they thought erotica. I'm like, no, it's, this is Batman and Superman. It's it's not what. It's, the term is a little bit different, but yeah, that term. Really Let me ask you another popular. Sure, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry, I thought you were done. I just wanted before we go, I wanted to ask you another a question that's controversial, and you might know the answer, you might not. But um, when the Bill Bixby series came out in the '70s, Doc Bruce Banner melted by gamma rays. Well, now he's Doctor David Banner, and uh, the, the 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 story was that in the '70s they thought Bruce was too quote gay of a name. Of course, nowadays in 2023 that would get you canceled. Just even bringing that up, but yeah. is, was that true at the time? That I don't know. Um, you know, I, I that might be a you know urban myth. I do know that they changed the name. I'm not sure if that was a reason or not. Um, but his name in the comics was always Bruce. Yeah. Uh, just like Bruce Wayne, well, Bruce Wayne. They stuck with that in the 1960s. You know, when Batman was on TV, he was he was true. Bruce Wayne. That's true. Okay, so before we let you go, 300 Hulk illustrations, covers, interior comic art, sketch treatments, all going back to the early 60s, huh? Exactly, yeah. And the, and the real purpose of, of all the books is, you know, like you, you might, anybody that might go to a movie or, or see a TV show and 
or or lapsed comic fan and you want to get back into it or into it and you you know you see a wall of dc and marvel books and you're like where do i begin where do i start so these books are a bit of a guide to help you enter in so they're divided by chapters on sort of level of what you need to know about the character in order to really enjoy the story so captain america it's done by private corporal sergeant captain so at the private level you need to know really nothing about cap in order to enjoy the story and the higher you go, the more you need to know about what they call the continuity of the characters, you know, their history, their, you know, decades-long history. Great stuff. The new book, The Incredible Hulk, World Breaker, Hero Icon, from our guest, Rich Johnson. Rich, thanks for coming on and uh, nerding out with me a little bit here. Sure. My pleasure, Rick. You have a good day. Uh, you too. Maria Cooper on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tax 
tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Hey, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, Coast to Coast. Can I nerd out and talk comics for 10 minutes? Obviously, I can. Um, we're waiting on Maria Cooper, uh, Gary Cooper's daughter. <clears throat> and when she uh, calls, we will go, oh, we do have her. All right. Back uh, with you, Rick Tittle, Coast to Coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's my pleasure to bring in Maria Cooper, and I mentioned that she's Gary's Cooper, Gary Cooper's daughter because it is the 70th anniversary of the classic Western film High Noon and also the 80th anniversary of Pride of the Yankees. And uh, we're here to talk about the making of High Noon, the behind-the-scenes uh, paperback by uh, John Frankel and signed by Maria Cooper Janice. And as I mentioned, 80 years in pride of the the Yankees. And Maria, welcome to the show. You go to Yankee Stadium to throw out that first pitch for the Lou Gehrig uh, Foundation night for ALS. Is that right? Well, I was was lucky enough and honored enough to be able to do it for the first time last year. And it was a tremendous thrill. As, 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 as you can imagine, um, I was I I was really concerned. I just didn't want to throw like a girl. <laughs> I, I wanted to, <laughs> to, to, to do a decent a decent kind of a pitch. Um, um, but um, yes, I I know playing the role of, of of Lou Gehrig was one of the one of the high points of of, of my father's professional life. I mean, he he always said he wanted to he wanted to show the best that an American man can be. Um, and um, portraying Sergeant York um, was one of those yeah. choices. Um, certainly, certainly Lou Gehrig. He was terribly honored and and and, and moved by it. And uh, um, and I know one of one of the moving moving experiences my father experienced was during the war, uh, when they when they asked him to go overseas and entertain the troops. Um, he was quite intimidated because you know. The, Bob Hope and the comedians and you know some some glamour girls at the time were, were all doing their thing for the for for the boys and the girls overseas in the South Pacific, and my father felt really um, you know inadequate. I mean, he he said that you know what can I do? I don't sing and dance. I don't tell jokes. And um, one of one of the generals said to him, Gary, the the boys want you to recite the Lou Gehrig speech the famous wow. Lou Gehrig speech. 
and uh, there's a was a wonderful photograph in the book I did Gary Cooper off camera. My daughter remembers um, of my father standing in front of a couple of thousand of, of, of the guys who were obviously about to go off, and who knows how many will come back, you know. And um, but he he sort of scribbled down as he could remember what the little Garrick speech was, and here are these soldiers who you know who knows how many of them would be coming back at any given mission. And they wanted to hear that Lou Gehrig, the famous Lou Gehrig speech. It was so, so touching, so moving to him. Well, I mean, you talk about the original Hollywood epitome of the strong, silent type, the way he carried himself. And speaking of silent, that's how he started. I mean, he made the transition into talkies. And you think about the in the 20s with Tom Mix and Buck Jones and some of these other guys. I mean, it, it's interesting to remember that he was all part of that silent film tataki transition. Well, he was, and, and I, I think he always joked, but he said, well, the reason he was able to, um, to, to make that leap was uh, all the practice he had on the family ranch in Montana, um, you know, standing down in the lower 40 bellowing his lungs out, calling calling the cattle in, calling the sheep herds in. You know, uh, he got a lot of practice projecting his voice. <laughs> and um, uh, uh, and he always, you know, he attributed some of his success to that. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's it's also... When you think about it, like if you had asked me how old Gary Cooper was when he passed away, I'd probably say, oh, I don't know, like 80. He was only 60 years old. He's just had his 60th birthday one week before. Yeah. Jeez. And sir, he, he smoked like a chimney. He tried to quit unsuccessfully many times. Um, you know, they didn't have Nicorette and those goody things at that point. And uh, I, I think just, you know... As as we now have discovered how addictive nicotine is, um, uh, I think it's 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 as as hard to kick as, as heroin. So when you um, think about was, your family on that side coming straight from England and your grandfather Frank becoming a Montana Supreme Court justice, do you still have exactly. since it's relatively quick? Do you still have the connections and relatives in England? Um. Uh, not in England so much. Um, many, uh, you know, many of, of, of the relatives are here. Some are in in, in the Midwest. <clears throat> um, actually, his his father's name was Charles. My father's my father's name was Frank James, which which got changed. <clears throat> but mm. my father's my my grandfather, <clears throat> mm. Judge Cooper's name was Charles Cooper. So, High Noon, so iconic, and you talk about star power, not just Gary Cooper, but, you know, the immaculate Grace Kelly in that movie. What? Why do you think that one overall sort of resonates as, as I would go so bold as to say, the king of all Westerns? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was a breakthrough Western. Um, I, I think it broke the mold in terms of the traditional idea uh, of what a Western was, <clears throat> and I think I think the two people to be um, uh, up there on on Mount Everest, if you will, would be the writer Carl Foreman, who who wrote this incredible story script, adapted from a from a from a, from a short story 
called The Tennis Star. Um, and uh, uh, Fred Zinneman, incredible director, who who just knew, you know, less is more. And <laughs> uh, Fred Fred was had had such exquisite taste in his in his um, casting, his 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 use of the actors. Um, um, and Carl Foreman's story uh, really really resonated to my father. In, in, in many ways, and um, uh, you know, growing up with his father, who was a Supreme Court judge at, in Montana <clears throat> in those early days, um, uh, you know, my father remembered that his father knew so many of the local sheriffs in those the smaller towns, or the medium-sized towns, even even to the point of Helena. In, in those days, in the early 1900s. Um, and he knew the character of, of, of the man and um, the character of a sheriff who would not turn his back on, on, on his people. He would not, you know, ride off and get the hell out of town and with his bride and leave the townspeople to, to the... Uh, 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 the wilds of... <clears throat> the bad guys who had just been released from jail, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. We, so, we just have um, a minute, and I've, I, yeah, we just have about a minute, and I've got a ton of questions, but I want to get this one in, that he was a good friend of Ernest Hemingway. What did he tell you about that relationship? Well, they were very, very close, um, he and my mother and, and father. They were close to Hemingway. They got together whenever they could, either in Sun Valley or hunting, or my father went down to Cuba a lot. And, um, and visited with, with, with Hemingway. Um, they were both very much kindred spirits. You know, they, they were... Um, um, they both... Um, they put it in, 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 in very colorful terms, but um, they had an ability to detect uh, a phony <laughs> a mile away. And, right. um, and I think that endeared both of them to each other. And in fact, Patrick Hemingway, Ernest's son, Told told me that um, his father based the character Robert Jordan in For Whom the Bell Tolls on the Gary Cooper heroic character. And he also knew. I got to get this in in twenty seconds. He knew Picasso too, right? Yes, yes, we were very uh, very close friends of Picasso. Um, <laughs> thanks to our great photographer friend David Douglas Duncan, we spent a, a lot of time with Picasso. Um, uh, it was it was. An extraordinary privilege, and um, you know, my father even brought Picasso. He gave him one of his Stetson hats from one of his movies, and he brought him a, a, a six shooter and some bullets. Something one could not do today. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. The movie is ca- the uh, book is called Cooper Style. It's also the 70th anniversary of High Noon, the making of High Noon, behind the scenes paperback. Uh, written by uh, Glenn Frankel mm-hmm. on our guests, Maria Cooper Janice, and of course the 80th anniversary of Pride of the Yankees. Uh, Maria, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. I've enjoyed it. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. The pleasure was ours. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Bio.
This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others. I'm at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See? We didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by NHTSA. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153-800-943-2153-800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't for that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Wow, that is elaborate. All right. Well, you probably thought I would start off the show talking about the Hulk and Gary Cooper. And you know what? You're right. I did. 
By the way, comedian Preacher Lawson joins me on my show today at uh, 10.12 a.m. He'll be at uh, Helium <clears throat> St. Louis. Uh, that means that the rest of this hour is open for y'alls and your calls. And we need to talk about the all-star game. And, you know, it's interesting because yesterday I was speaking to Tim Brown, the longtime sports writer, and we're about the same age group, and he said he liked it better when you had the teams wearing their real uniforms. <clears throat> and uh, I like that, too. The away team would wear their grays, and the home team would wear their whites. And there was baseball is the kind of sport where you literally uh, don't need separate colored uniforms to know who's on offense and who's on defense. If you have a glove on, you're playing defense right now. And if you have a batting helmet on, you're on offense. And then it got to the phase where they would start wearing the same uniforms, but then you kept your hat. <clears throat> and I got to say yesterday, ridiculous. Both sides had the same gray hats. And I have nothing against gray. I hate gray people. No, but... The gray hats weren't working for me. And then this really weird sort of so supposed to be a mountain on the side. I don't know what it was, but it's all for merch. And then the uniforms, I thought, stunk. You know, they're supposed to be Mariner themes. It's kind, one's kind of greenish gray. One's kind of bluish green. And it just said American. And then the helmets. You know, here's Shoei Otani stepping to play this goofy A on his hat for American League. There's only one reason for it, as I mentioned it. It's just merch to move product. <clears throat> it's like you got to have the, the all-star game hat. But over the years, and I remember when I was doing Ace Pre and Post, I counted the hats, and I thought there was, I think, 12 one season. And if you think about home, away, third, you know, like the Giants have Orange Tuesdays where we wear these ridiculous white uniforms with white hoodies, but then it's freaky orange friday and then you have your bp hat and you have your spring training hat and you have your mother's day hat then you have the memorial day hat camo and then you have the fourth of july hat with stars and stripes and then on father's day you wear baby blue which is so dumb and then of course mother's day pink it's just to move merch i think you could move now call me crazy I think you could move merch just by having the regular hat with the all-star game logo on the side, but I guess not. They probably figure, well, I already have that hat. Who cares what's on this side, right? So beyond that, me complaining, these kids today with their uniforms, <clears throat> the National League did win 3-2. to two, And if you like close games, this one's for you. But it was a uh, long streak of uh, wins for the uh, AL, and it was an eighth-inning go-ahead two-run home run by, by Rockies catcher Elias Diaz. And, you know, you have to take a guy from every team, and this is the worst team in the National League, and Diaz was the guy, and the American League was on the verge of a 10-year winning streak, and they missed it by a run. This is, I think, the most interesting stat and about domination. Not only had the National League lost nine straight All-Star games, they had only held the lead for four innings. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's almost unbelievable when you read that. 
In nine All-Star games, they only had the lead for four innings. You could think there'd be a game they lost where they had the lead for six innings, but no, four in all nine. So Yandy Diaz opened up the scoring with a solo home run in the second, and then Luis Arias. And by the way, you talk about a guy who just flat rakes. It is him. Won the batting title of Minnesota, and they traded him to Miami. But he went two for two in the game. He had the RBI single in the fourth. And then another Diaz, uh, the AL, this is um, you know, taking the lead 2-1 into the uh, eighth inning. And um, you know, uh, Elias then took Felice Bautista deep <clears throat> to uh, get the NL up 3-2. And so the AL had the go-ahead run on base, and we were looking at maybe a walk-off for the American League. But Craig Kimbrell, who I feel like was out of baseball for a while and had a showcase, Ben Sheets style. Craig, Craig, Craig Kimbrell, or you can call him Keg, <laughs> Craig Kimbrell came in and um, shut the door with his new hairdo. We had some good defense in the game, too. Some great catches uh, at the fence. A couple of them in that right field because of the early start was a sun field, which was was hard as well. But it was uh, Jose Ramirez at the dish and struck out on some high heat. And so now all-time, if you care, AL 47 wins, 44 losses, and two ties. And we all remember one of them, Bud Selig. But as I said, the defense came to play, and it was a 1-2-3 first inning for Garrett Cole, and he had some help. Adolis Garcia robbed Acuna at the wall, and then Randy Arozarena did the same to Freddie Freeman in left field for the second out. And, you know, Arozarena did the same thing in the uh, World Baseball Classic. He, like, catches it and then sort of makes the crossed arms thing, and you think, wow. I mean, Garcia was not supposed to start. He came in because Aaron Judge, uh, of course, was uh, injured. And uh, this is the thing. If you come into the game, the ball will find you. (laughs) And that's why they always say, don't take your defense to the out. I mean, don't take your bad offense out to the field. In other words, you strike out and you're with the bases loaded. Then you go out and uh, make an error. But last year, Juan Soto when he was taking at bats in the uh, in Dodger Stadium, the crowd was chanting, future Dodger, future Dodger. This time, it was Shoei Otani when he came to the plate. Come to Seattle. <laughs> Come to Seattle. And I don't care what he says. I know Ichiro has a soft spot in his heart for the Mariners because of I mean, several Japanese players, but one in particular, number 51. Interesting, probably, you know, outside of A-Rod and Ken Griffey Jr., the two other best players in Mariners history were both number 51, Randy Johnson and Ichiro. It's just a bizarre number for that to happen. Um, and look, the there is a connection there. There's no doubt one way or another. Remember Freddie Garcia when he was in Venezuela, the... Uh, the 
um, the Astros, they had a big school in Venezuela. They couldn't get him to sign. And the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Red Sox. And he said, I will only sign with the Mariners. Because that was his, you know, his hero was there. <clears throat> and it's interesting, too. Like, if you think about what it's going to cost. And some people say, well, you know, you're going to start at $400 million. No, you're going to start at $500 million. And I thought it was interesting during the broadcast, they were like, so, you know, you might, if, you know, especially two weeks out of the all-star break, Mike Trout's already out over a month. Maybe they got to trade him here. I mean, they, and they went to Ken Rosenthal and Ken Rosenthal took the words right out of my mouth. He says, there's no way they trade him. <laughs> He's absolutely right. Ken Rosenthal put it. He said, if they, they have a slight chance for the playoffs, <clears throat> Arnie Moreno said, you know, I'm going to sell a team. Then he changed his mind. So I keep it. He said, the rest of their season is a wasteland if they trade him. That's how I put it. But then the announcers are like, yeah, it's true. But you can really restart your farm system. And I, I just have the question, can you, on a rental, would somebody give you their 90% of their farm system for two months of Shoei Otani? Now, if he was going into his Arbiers, yes, they would give you their entire farm, probably all the affiliates. You can take Rookie Ball, <laughs> the Arizona Rookie League. You can take our affiliate in low A, high A, double A, triple A, every guy in there. All the baseballs, all the uh, batting cages, all the bats. But for a rental, would you? you really do it and Otani earlier this week when he was asked he basically played the old it sucks to lose card and the Mariners come into the break at 45 and 44 and they're four games behind the final wild card spot now they definitely are in position to make a move but I thought it was interesting that on the broadcast they said well if they were going to assign him it would have happened by now I thought, why would you say that? Why would that? That's that. That's one of the dumbest catchphrases. Oh, I would have happened by now. Why would it have happened by now? You think Otani is just like, mm, yeah, I'm going to commit now. He's not going to commit now. That makes no sense to me. But whoever gets him, <clears throat> it's probably going to be. He'll probably get like you know dare I say 10 years for 500 or will I say eight years for 500? Is he going to play all 10 of those years? I remember Albert Pujols contract. I go, geez, by the time he's done playing, he's going to be 75 years old. Well, he did. He played out not for the same team, but he played out all those years. Definitely did. Um, so I, I just, whether he gets traded or not, I don't even think is going to be a question because I, I don't see the benefit for the angels unless somebody just panics and, and just says, we'll give you, you know, some team, they just had two first round picks. We'll give you both those guys. We'll give you our last two first round picks. We'll give you our uh, two best players in double a, and we'll give you our two best young players on the major league level. For two months of Shoei Otani, two months plus of Shoei Otani, it just, it's just doesn't make any sense to me. So I think somebody will say, look, we'll give you our top prospect and a couple of A-ball players. Why would anyone 
just gouge their entire future for two and a half months of anyone. And sometimes you take a risk. I mean, the A's traded their top pitching prospect, Jesus Lissardo, for two and a half months of Starling Marte, and it didn't work out. And Lissardo is going to be pitching for the Marlins for the next 10 years, probably. You know, I talked about the Addison Russell deal to get Samarja, and he ends up hitting a grand slam in the World Series for the Cubs. I mean, that's that's the risk you take when you trade a young Jeff Bagwell or trade a young John Smoltz like Detroit did. It happens, but you're not giving up everybody for a rental. It's just not going to happen. And plus, the Angels need him. If they have any chance of going to the playoffs, they need him. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Pilot. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 
That's 800-915-9654. Tatel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Oh, bless your heart. We still have a lot more All-Star Game to talk. We have comedian Preacher Lawson coming up and director John Garcia in the next hour. We'll have some open lines in the third hour as well. Um, Twitter, as my buddy Shooty Babbitt says, is 99% evil, but the 1% is funny, (laughs) usually. And I saw a tweet uh, over um, the weekend that I thought was great. And it was at Wimbledon. Apparently, people were popping champagne corks right when players were serving. And the chair umpire said, quote, Ladies and gentlemen, if you are opening a bottle of champagne, don't do it as the players are about to serve. Then it says, The most hashtag Wimbledon warning ever from umpire John Blom. And then the laughing face. This was from Wimbledon's official Twitter <laughs> <laughs> they made fun of themselves. Like this is the most Wimbledon thing we've ever seen. And we are Wimbledon. Do not pop your champagne corks right when the players are about to serve. I went to a uh, golf tournament one time when Tiger Woods was very young at Pebble Beach and some lady sneezed right when he was going to tee off and he dropped his clubs. and He put his hands on his hips and he just looked skyward like, oh, I can't believe it. And I was thinking, just hit the ball, you dork. That's the name of my book, by the way. Just hit the ball, you dork. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. USA News, I'm John Schaefer. President Biden will meet Ukrainian President Zelensky at the NATO summit to discuss Russia's war in Ukraine. Ending that war is a priority for NATO leaders. Zelensky taking to Twitter to express his frustration, stating that there seems to be no readiness to invite Ukraine to NATO or make it a member. 
A bipartisan group of senators is in Lithuania to attend the NATO summit focused on Russia's war in Ukraine. Among them, Senator Dick Durbin. The NATO alliance is bigger, stronger, and more unified than ever. Durbin said Russia's invasion of Ukraine has revitalized NATO's efforts to protect democratic nations. 11 million people in New England remain under flood watches after a summer's worth of rain has fallen in parts of the Northeast in just a few days. We are seeing states of emergency having been declared in parts of a number of states, including New York, Connecticut, and Vermont, where we saw unrelenting rain play out overnight. NBC News' Emily Aikida says another 42 million Americans are under heat warnings this week. The extreme temperatures are hitting states like California, Arizona, Texas, and Florida. Students who struggled with school during the COVID pandemic are still struggling now to keep up with their coursework. A study from the nonprofit academic group NWEA examined data from nearly 7 million public school students from grades 3 through 8. According to the study, achievement gains during 2022-23 fell short of pre-pandemic trends, which stalled progress toward pandemic recovery. The study suggests students need more class time to catch up. And for the first time in two decades, cases of locally transmitted malaria are being detected in the United States. Six cases of the mosquito-borne infection have recently been confirmed in Florida. Another case has been confirmed in Texas. Experts say none of them were related to international travel. This is USA News. Hey, this is Brant along with Sherry here. And so you hear me doing these spots for MediShare? And Sherry actually helps me with them. I get people actually in person saying, okay, Brent, for real, do you recommend this? Like, yeah, uh, for real, I actually do. I'm not just saying stuff. So family, friends ask me about it. I'm like, yes, you should look into this. It's really a great option for a lot of people. That's what I tell people my experience has been. MediShare has been fantastic for me. Yeah. It's so different from health insurance in a lot of great ways, honestly. Yeah, and see, a lot of people who switch tell me that. It's the same reaction. They're very, very happy with it, and it gives them peace of mind and saves them a lot of money. I would tell people, look into it. Yep. Uh, so really, for reals, uh, if you want to talk to them, they're great to talk to. I think you'll be impressed and happy you looked into it. So um, you do the phone number. I'm actually tired <laughs> of doing all the phone numbers. Yeah. Okay. Call now. 855-BIBLE-11. That's 855-BIBLE-11. 855-BIBLE-11. Nice job. Thanks. The Marine Corps is without a leader for the first time in over 160 years. Commandant General David Berger officially retired Monday, leaving his assistant commandant as acting leader until he's confirmed in the Senate. But Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville has a hold on Pentagon nominees over its abortion policies. They provide paid leave and reimbursement costs for service members who cross state lines to get the procedure. Tuberville says it violates a law prohibiting federal funds from paying for abortions. PGA Tour officials will answer Senator's questions Tuesday on the agreement between the PGA and Saudi Arabia's Sovereign Wealth Fund to create one global golf league. Aaron Rayal reports. The PGA Live Golf merger, a pact between bitter enemies that shock the golf world, will come under scrutiny today on Capitol Hill as Senator Richard Blumenthal and Ron Johnson called a hearing to investigate a final deal between the two sides. The merger will also be investigated by the Justice Department, which was already investigating the PGA Tour and other power 
powerful golf bodies for potential anti-competitive behavior. Lawmakers have the ability to make life difficult for the tour, going after its tax-exempt status, and will probe Live about whether its work constitutes that of a foreign agent. The Saudi-backed Live Golf Tournament persuaded many of the golf world's top players with hundreds of millions of dollars to participate in their league. It's July 11th, also known as Free 7-Eleven Slurpee Day. To celebrate the convenience store chain's 96th birthday, anyone who stops by can get a free small Slurpee. I'm John Schaefer, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Great to have you with us. 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> Excuse me. 1-800-878-7529. Come on in and get heard wherever you might happen to be listening all around the world. You can uh, chime in on the All-Star Game. Maybe you gave it a pass. The one thing that I never like when hosts do is when they brag about not watching something, like they're too cool for it or they think it's stupid. It's not possible to watch everything. I'm usually embarrassed, I will tell you, when I don't watch everything. And like the other day, it was rather embarrassing for me as a lifelong Warrior fan to say that I don't watch them religiously through the season. I, I love basketball, but to me, a regular season game against, I don't know, the Hawks at the Coliseum and the Warriors are up by 20 in the second quarter. I'll, I got, if I'm going to park my butt in front of the TV, it's probably Netflix. But the last thing I'm going to do is say, <laughs> I didn't watch that. I'm too cool. And I used to hear that about the World Cup a lot. Why would I watch that stupid thing? I think the way to do it is to say, 
I'm not really into that and I was watching this instead. <clears throat> or I wasn't watching TV at all. You know, I was camping or I was whatever. But I don't I don't like when people disparage something that a lot of other people like, just saying, that sucks, what a waste of time, blah, blah, blah. I mean, maybe I've done it. If I did, it wasn't conscious. But I worry people saying, like, like, why would I watch an exhibition? I'm not going to watch the stupid All-Star game. If you didn't get to watch the All-Star game, that's fine. But if you bragged about how you didn't watch it, then you don't like baseball. There, you you have some sort of beef, some sort of weird thing with baseball if you brag that you didn't see it. I don't even think you can call yourself a baseball fan if you brag about it. If you didn't see it, you didn't see it. But, yeah, it's just weird. All right. We have another two hours, and I'm bragging about all you great listeners out there. Oh, Pander, Pander Express. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800 That's 800-293-0328. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention homeowners, it's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. 
That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out, yo. We're waiting on our guest, Preacher Lawson. When we get him, we'll put him on the air. You know, he's <clears throat> talking about people who, <clears throat> excuse me, brag about not watching the All-Star game. I bring it up because the numbers just keep dipping. When you think about attendance is up, it's weird. But in 1993, the year before the strike, the All-Star game was watched by 22 million people. And last year... It was watched by seven and a half million. But that's not just baseball. The NBA's latest all-star game, 4.6 million. Ten years ago, they had over 8 million. The Pro Bowl is something that is, um, like I said, I would never brag about not watching it, but... It's not must-see TV to me. It never really was, but I would, you know, it's always weird seeing guys wearing Raider helmets and red jerseys. I felt like the Chiefs. It was, <laughs> it was down. But the Pro Bowl numbers <clears throat> have dropped 50%. And the All-Star game in the NHL had few viewers um, than it had in the last uh, decade. So I'd say Major League Baseball is not the only one seeing a, a decline but still over 30% drop in 10 years, you're really losing tons of viewers there. And the, the overall question is, why aren't people uh, tuning in? And <clears throat> the answer was always, well, the games stink. The NBA version outlaws any defense. That's why, to me, it's, it's kind of a ho-hum thing. I remember when Steph laid down on his back. It was funny, but it also was like, would he ever do that in a regular game? The Pro Bowl literally went to an actual flag football game and these mini games. You know, Derek Carr with these moving garbage cans, who can hit the most? And, and then in hockey, if you think back a few years ago, I remember the final was 17 to 12. 17 to 12. That's not a hockey game. <laughs> that's, a, that's like a football game. <clears throat> but So they, they just desperately have tried to concoct all these different things. And so they, and the NHL have tried, they, marked, they mic'd goalies, which I like. They had North America versus the world, and they had Canada versus the world. Now we have these three-on-three tournaments and all these other mini-games. And nothing has worked. And you just think about the 15th alley-oop off the backboard, that game, it gets kind of old. But the one game that has not screwed around outside of uniforms is the All-Star game. It is by far the best All-Star game because the pitcher is trying to get you out. Outside of Wayne Wright one time saying, yeah, I agree with that for him. 
Um, <laughs> for Jeter. But the pitcher is trying to make sure you don't get on base, not be humiliated. And the hitter is trying to get on base. That seems pretty simple, doesn't it? And by the way, uh, the jitters, when you saw Alex Cobb yesterday for the Giants, he comes in and he throws one over the head of the hitter. This is a 12-year vet. Uh, it was his first All-Star game. He still got out of the inning, but it can happen. So baseball's All-Star game, outside of the crazy uniforms, have remained literally unchanged. Outside of the home field advantage attached to the league, which is the only idea Bud Selig ever had that I liked. And I'm, I think, one of three people that like that idea. <clears throat> only because the other way they did it was stupid. Even year, NL gets home field. Odd year, AL gets home field. And it did change. Now it's whoever has the best overall record with interleague play, which makes sense. You're letting baseball decide it. And they go, well, how could you let an exhibition game decide it? Well, I'll take an exhibition game where everyone's trying over just the Gregorian calendar. And that's why when the A's, the only team that had over 100 wins in 88, they did not have home field advantage in the World Series. They had to go to Dodger Stadium because it was an even year. That's a million times more stupid than letting the All-Star game decide it. All right, but we don't do that anymore. People were up in arms. Can't believe it. Well, <clears throat> you could say, what else are sports fans watching on a Tuesday night in July? There's nothing else on. I mean, outside of streaming services, if you went around the dial, it was, I think, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, right? Where has 66% of the audience gone since the 90s? And to me, it's not they're watching other sports. They're just not as into it as it was and you know as i said there no one's dogging it no one's jogging out ground balls you know no one's grooving pitches nobody's trying to keep their jerseys clean there was grinding but i mean we'll see what the the ratings are and i don't care what madison avenue made or didn't make in their their all-star game <clears throat> but it ended up being gripping stuff you know, you the last thing they want in any nationally televised game is a blowout, you know, and have everybody remember for years the Super Bowl everybody turned it off at halftime because it was such a blowout. Either the Niners were blowing out Denver or San Diego or the Bills were losing. It's just I mean, what more could you ask for than the winning run coming to the plate in the bottom of the ninth with a one run lead with great defensive plays? And clutch hits by guys that you didn't expect. Like I mentioned, uh, Diaz being the... And by the way, Colorado Rockies' first ever All-Star Game MVP. So, <clears throat> the question isn't what other sports are people watching. The question is, why did you give it a pass? Are there people out there that don't like all the jocularity and camaraderie that is shown? Because especially if you watch in the home run derby, everyone is like laying on top of each other and they're all holding their babies. And they're all just, woo-hoo, we're all friends. 
And then like there'll be a contingent of Dominican guys and they got the flag and then some Venezuelan guys and maybe somebody's got a Mexican flag or a Canadian flag. I like that type of jocularity in an exhibition game. I don't like it when Josh Donaldson is hugging Victor Martinez on the field before a playoff game when the game before at Comerica Park, Grant Balfour and V-Mart got into a shouting match. You know, I think you can be buddy-buddy after the game. I don't like these big, long hugs before a playoff game, but that's just me. But for an exhibition game, what does it matter? You know, <clears throat> you think about, you know, the old story that Jackie Robinson got traded to the Giants and he retired rather than to play for that hated rival. You know, I love it. In the 89 World Series, they were talking about building a new ballpark for the Giants and calling it Joe DiMaggio Stadium. And in the World Series, they said, um, you know, when you root for the – he's like, I'm not rooting for the Giants. And they're like, well, we thought you were from San Francisco. He's from Martinez originally. But he said, I'm an American League guy. I would never root for the National League. Are you kidding? Plus, there was no Giants when he was there. He was an A's coach too. It's like, does anybody have that type of fierce commitment and loyalty to their league? Of course not. Interleague played now. Is that one of the reasons? I don't know. I don't need to figure that out because we just, if you watch the game, you had fun and it was fun. But it, I just, I'd hate to see them tinker more. I think the more you tinker, the more it's going to get lame. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and we will come on back on Sports Byline. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. 
You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you nationally syndicated and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You know, I love it when I get to talk to a comedian and uh, appearing at the great Helium Comedy Club in St. Louis this weekend will be my guest, Preacher Lawson. He has two shows on Friday, two on Saturday. He's even doing a Sunday night show as well. And Preacher, uh, welcome to the show. Um, when you go to a place like St. Louis, right in America's heartland there, is your set exactly the same, or do you kind of like tailor it to where you are? It's exactly the same. I do the exact same stuff. And if, uh, you know, I mean, that's, you said it's the heart of America. It's still America. People people laugh. I, I, people laugh, and then sometimes they don't laugh. <laughs> but hopefully we'll laugh this week. You know, you ever see a meme and you're like cracking up like you're dying laughing for that meme and then you show it to your friend and I laughing? That's how I feel when people don't laugh at my jokes. I'm like, oh, wait, wait a second. That was funny. Maybe you laugh. But, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, do the, I do the same jokes, but, I mean, it's, it's never the same show because I have 80% of my material that I try to get through and 20% of the crowd talking to me. Or, you know, me reacting or things happen, me freestyling. So it's a show. Are you okay with people talking to you? That's, that doesn't, like, take you off the rails? No, I've been doing comedy 14 years. So if I don't know how to handle okay. that, then, I mean, I'm in the wrong <laughs> business. It's not like I prefer it. Like, I'm not walking <laughs> in the comedy club like, man, hopefully somebody yell out their favorite color to me. It just tends to happen. And, uh, you know, I, I figured out how to deal with it. Especially now, like that's all com- comedians do is post clips of their comedy. 
You know, mm-hmm. you go on TikTok or like Instagram, it's just crowd work clips. And it's, and it's like, okay, okay, a lot of that. But we all do crowd work. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, I was, I was talking with um, Sam Marill about that because he'll put together great crowd work clips. But then I think people watch these and they think, oh, I can get on YouTube or TikTok if I start being the sassy ass in the crowd. So it's kind of a double edged sword, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, you know, people, I would say majority of the people that go to the comedy clubs and watch comedy, they're not watching for you to do crowd work. They don't like it. You know, they want right. you to do material. So um, that's, I think that's what, I mean, that's what I plan on doing. That's what most comedians do. And uh, I, I, there, there's always going to be attention whores out there. Like, you know, uh, that they, they see an opportunity to be the center of attention. But, you know, I mean, we can't get, we, we can't get too upset about, like, people wanting to, you know, uh, yell at us in the middle of the crowd when we're monetizing on it. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but, uh. so I know that, you know, you got a lot of notoriety on being an America's Got Talent a couple times, but I want to ask you about Britain's Got Talent because, you know, they're a little more droll, but some people will say, and I hate to say this because I'm American, but like maybe the comedy, the comedy is a little more cerebral. Like, how did you get received in Britain? Yeah, they're definitely a different, uh, that's a fun way of describing them. Um, but they're definitely different for sure. I mean, they, they, um, they, uh, have more of a dry sense of humor. It's where it's a little more morbid. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, I think that their, um, their style is definitely different. Um, but I, I just, I think that the fact that I'm so different that when I go over there, they're like, oh, it's different. And then they like me, you know, so I think it's a benefit. No, sorry, I said I was gonna say I, I talked to a couple of comedians that did fringe and they're like, you know, you're you're up there in Edinburgh for a month in the rain barking your own shows and the Scottish people be in the crowd thinking, I'm funnier than him and he goes, The thing that's really upsetting is that a lot of them are right. It's like they are <laughs> they are really funny. Man, they're so funny. They are really funny. So Irish people, I mean they're all comedians. It's crazy how naturally mm-hmm. funny they are. You know, so, uh, yeah, but, you know, I mean, most comedians stop that sitting in the crowd as well. That's why we started doing it, because we had to, we had to look at it and be like, I can do it. <laughs> so, so people, I, I really I really do think, like, you know, comedy's a muscle, man. It's not like so much as people are like, you got to be born with it. And I'm like, that's just, you say it to make yourself feel better. Like, it's, it's just like anything. You can just work on it and be good. It'll mean you'll be great. You can be good at it. Right. And, you know, to me, comedy, I'm a comedy nerd. It's an art form. It's, there are no rules. You can joke about whatever you want, and then it's up to the public whether they are going to, you know, pay to watch you or not. But yet, there are a lot of groups that just lie in the weeds and wait for you to say the wrong thing. Have you ever been, like, really aware about maybe I don't want to say that, I don't want to, like, have everybody jump on me, or do you, like, screw it, I'll just say whatever the hell I feel like saying? I mean, I definitely think that. I mean, I'm, my style, I'm more of a cleaner comedian anyway, so I'm always thinking I don't want to offend people, but I just don't like being, you know, an offensive, super offensive comedian, but there are some bits where I'm like, this is worth it. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'll have some bits where I'm like, I'm going to turn... 
I'm going to turn some people off with this, but it's funny. So I'm going to do it. So, I mean, that, that's, uh, that's normal, you know, like, uh, I, I, I think I, I, I don't believe in this huge cancel culture. You know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's real. That, that I think there's a bunch of, there's, everyone has a voice. So like, if someone's offended by a, a bit, they just, they let it be known. Hey, this bit offended me. And I think that's totally fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think if something offends you and you want to speak up about it, speak up, but it's, it only offends you, you know? It's not going to, you're not going it, to, it, it's not, this, people are getting canceled are like, you know, are like, actually, they're like pedophiles or, you know, like they're just, they're doing bad, like bad, actual bad things. It's not this. You know, like, I understand, like, Dave Chappelle is one the huge example of, you know, he's not canceled. You know, like, the people that don't like him. There might have been a couple people that didn't like, that liked him that don't like him anymore, but for the most part, I mean, he's just selling out stadiums. I mean, what are we talking mm-hmm. about now? Like, what's, what's your <clears throat> definition of canceled? You right. know, he's doing whatever he wants to do. So, uh, well, I, also, I, that, I mean... Uh, I was just going to say, how narcissistic is somebody in the crowd, <clears throat> excuse me, who laughs through pedophile and Holocaust jokes, but then makes a joke about Bulgarians or something? I'm like, hey, I'm Bulgarian. That's not funny. It's like, get over yourself. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I get it. When I first started doing stand up, I wasn't, a, you know, I wasn't a seasoned comedian. So I just was, I, I personally was like, okay, well, you know, I think you can joke about this, but you can't joke about that. And you can joke about this, but you can't. And then after a while, I was like, you can joke about whatever. Right. <laughs> you can joke about whatever. <laughs> and it's, uh, I just realized everything that I was saying you can't joke about, it affected me. You know, I was like, you can't joke about, like, people with disabilities. My sister's disabled. You know, yeah. I, I, did, I was like, you can't do any religious jokes. Like, that's, the, you know, that's I always... I always stopped that, and then I just kind of got into comedy, and I was I started seeing people do jokes about all the things I said you couldn't make jokes about, and then I was like, oh, D, that's a good bit. <laughs> so it's like I can't be that right. upset when someone's well, creative, it's, but yeah, it's I do up think to the co- yeah, and it's up to the comedian. Like Ari Shafir has been in studio with me, and as soon as Kobe that that horrible tragedy, and he. The helicopter crashes. He starts making jokes about it, and that's on him. And the people who think that's yeah, how that was, funny can follow yeah. him, and the people who don't say, "I'll never watch him again." But you don't want to like end his career because he made an off-color joke, right? Yeah, that was stupid. I mean, just like the same way, like someone's offended, you know, and they're like, "Oh, I'm offended by this bit or whatever," and and it's just it's usually a minority. When Kobe died, like the world stopped. It was like when Michael Jackson died. Mm-hmm. It was like, whoa, what's going yeah. on? You remember when Michael Jackson died? Everybody, you couldn't even drive down the street without hearing a Michael Jackson song. That's the same with Kobe. It was the same effect for some reason. And I wasn't even like a huge Kobe fan, but it just felt weird everywhere you went. Yeah, it was weird, and so uh, everyone felt bad. So he, the numbers were against him. <laughs> and I just think because he didn't watch the basketball that he wasn't paying attention and he did that. So that was a bad, you know, a, miscommunic- a miscalculation on his part for him to post when most people are feeling that way. You know, you can get away with it with a minority. <laughs> you know? But, but yeah. 
But uh, I and well, even the crazier thing is there's Tony Hinchcliffe that <laughs> made a joke. He made a joke the same day about Cold Pack, but it was funnier. Like when when what's when um when the, what's his name made his joke. I, like Cole, I think uh, Tony Hinchcliffe said, "Yeah, I already made a joke." It wasn't like it just seemed like it wasn't it didn't seem like a joke. It just seemed like he was being. It just seemed really hate. I mean, it just seemed bad. But yeah. Tony Hinchcliffe made a joke. <laughs> he said something. He tweeted something like, "Kobe passing? No way." Ah, that is pretty clever. Everybody, That's really... <laughs> I've had Tony in studio so before, and I know you've been on Kill Tony. Um, I got to run though. I want to tell everybody heliumcomedy.com ticket St. Louis Helium to Friday night seven and nine thirty, Saturday six and eight thirty, Sunday at seven. Uh, Preacher Lawson has been with the Preacher. Next time you're in San Francisco, come in studio. We'd love to have you. Absolutely, man. I appreciate your time, man. All right, good stuff. Preacher Lawson, everybody, check him out. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Right now at Wendy's, when you buy either a Dave's Single, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Medium Frosty, or 10-Piece Nuggets, you can get another for just a buck. Your dollar never tasted so good. So it's obvious what everyone will get, right? Definitely nuts Spicy and Chicken a Sandwich, Dave's, Dave's Single, single. And a Frosty, frosty for me. and a Frosty. Okay, who said Frosty and a Frosty? Pick your obvious choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Buy One, Get One for a Buck. Limited time only. Price participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined in a combo or any other offer. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up, that's code GAS11. Use code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. 
Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to be joined by filmmaker John Garcia. He has directed a new movie from Dark Star Pictures. It's called Summoning the Spirit. And it's coming on digital and DVD on August 8th. John, welcome to the show. We're talking about the spirit. We're talking about the spirit of Bigfoot. Tell us a little more, please. Cool, yeah. Um, well, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so uh, um, about a year ago, I had the idea to, to uh, create a, uh, uh, a film about, so that was about two things I'm pretty fascinated with, and uh, uh, Colts and Bigfoot, and uh, teamed up with a co-writer, and, and we uh, actually... Um, we needed a suit, you know, for this for this Bigfoot movie when we got to production. So we we started reaching out and uh, to, to folks, and we we ended up uh, connecting with Greg Hale, who made the Blair Witch Project back in the '90s, and he he had a suit left over from the movie Exists. Uh, it's also a Bigfoot movie, and we uh, pretty much like when I, when I had the suit, I was like, we we, we got to do this movie. And so we we just uh, and I, I teamed up with Dark Star, and then and then and then we we, we were a go, you know. So was this. You know, you're borrowing a suit, what have you. And sometimes these, you know, indie films are low budget and craft services basically is a box of bagels and some, and some, you know, coffee. <laughs> or was this high budget yeah. stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was not high budget at all. No, this is a hundred and, about $150,000 movie or so. Yeah, it's very, very uh, low budget. Yeah. And, and we, we did have uh, lots of bagels, you know, and, and coffee. It was that, it was that type of production, definitely, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, uh, it was, it was, it was tons of fun. It was, it was my first time actually, you know, I, I make, I make traditionally like, uh, dramas, uh, and, uh, LGBTQ movies. And so, um, much, much, uh, much less action or Bigfoot in those movies. And so this was kind of a, a new, the whole thing was new to me, like, you know, blood and, and, uh, prosthetics and all that stuff. So it was, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of people like, you know, pretty much giving, giving us favors and, and just, uh, offering their, their, their help at, at low rates. It was just, uh, it was like a, a team effort, you know, for sure. You know, may I be very, so very... bold? May I be so bold as to present a challenge to you of getting Bigfoot 
into the LGBTQ movie, <laughs> and you can well, call it instead of summoning summoning the spirit, summoning the pride. Am I onto something there? You could be. You could be. I mean, there's actually like uh, <laughs> you know a couple of LGBTQ stories in there. It's kind of kind of strange. Have, have you watched the movie yet? I have not had the pleasure of seeing it yet. No. No worries. No worries. Yeah. 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 But I, yeah, I try to, you know, I try to bring a bring um, bring that into this movie somehow. There's uh, yeah, there's definitely full of relationships in there that are that are LGBTQ. <laughs> well, I'm. I know you're. You said you're a big fit, bigfoot enthusiast, and and I am too. And my dad used to shake his head and he'd say, if there one existed. They would have found a dead one by now. And he goes, it's just right. bears standing up on their hindquarters. But I want to believe that I want to believe that he's real. And I remember when I was a kid on the $6 million man, Bigfoot came down on a flying saucer, which was right. not as great. What, what about you, your, your percentage okay. of whether Bigfoot's real or not? Okay, so I did go Bigfooting right, right before the movie. I went, I, went, I went with some professional uh, Bigfooters. They do this full time. And so, and, uh, and we're so like... Uh, Enamored by Greg Hale for giving us the the suit, pretty much you know saving the movie, and uh, and so we uh, we we met up with these folks. We drove about forty five minutes away from uh, from Portland at a town called Boring, Oregon, uh, and uh, and and we, we, drive, we drive out. Boring is called Boring, yeah. And so we <laughs> so and so we 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 drove about uh, like maybe like twenty minutes inland once we got to this property, you know, and then we all be parked. And then the Bigfooters told us, uh, um, right, we have to be quiet now for about 10 minutes because we scared all the Bigfoot away. And so we were like, okay. And so we stayed there. We were all looking at each other. It was kind of awkward for like, for like 10 minutes. And then we went off in separate directions. I went off with Greg and another guy. And then uh, the other team went off with, uh, with, with everyone else. And then um, you know, we, we didn't, you know, they were doing like some Bigfoot calls, you know, like some whistling and some, you know, you know uh, clicking sounds and stuff like that, you know. Um, and they also had a mallet, like they, they, like it's like a sawed-off like bat with a leather grip, and they hit it against a tree, and uh, and make a knock, of course, and then the knock, you know, reverb throughout the entire forest, and then you're supposed to wait for like a, a knock back, you know, and like nothing happened to us, like we didn't, I didn't hear anything, but the other team, when we when we did reconjoin, they actually heard a knock, they said, and you know, and two of our team members were with them, and they were they seemed a little bit shaken up, and so they apparently had done a you know knock on a tree, and then and it reverberated throughout the force, and they heard one back at like eye level, and they did a second one, and they heard it, uh, heard it up in the trees, and they were like a little bit frazzled. It was kind of, and it's kind of interesting. And about maybe like ten minutes later, um, these uh, bigfooters saw some tracks, you know, and there was like ten, like ten, ten of them or so. And so I went, and I couldn't really quite see the tracks as clearly as they could. I mean, I they, they swore they were, and there was one or two that was like looked like an imprint, maybe like a size fifteen, but. I don't know. I don't know. I, I walked away from that experience thinking, like, I don't know. Maybe I was I was more scared of mountain lions that day. You know, uh, <laughs> to be honest, because you know you those know? are real for sure. <laughs> <laughs> those are definitely real. But uh, but it, you know, it, it left enough space for me to just be like, I don't know. Like maybe I don't know. I felt I felt like I was in a really great ride at at Disney World or something like that. You know, yeah. I don't know. It just felt I felt like kind of kind of cool. With our big foot, we went with like a metaphysical like supernatural bigfoot like bigfoot is everywhere and everything is like a spirit of of the force like some some part of mother nature you know that can like telepathic and see all be all um you know so we, we we went a different direction with you know but it's also it's also a primate you know 
it's both in our film. It's also a primate that, you know, uh, eats, sleeps, poops, you know, it's just, uh, uh, just, or just a regular primate that has some metaphysical powers. So, yeah. I remember, by the way, we're speaking, speaking with John Garcia, written and directed in a movie, Summoning the Spirit. Um, I used to pay attention a lot, this is like 20 years ago, to this internet website called BFRO, the Bigfoot Field Research Organization, and they would post screams, I mean, just these blood-curdling screams, and I thought, well, it could be some redneck, it could be an elk, you know, and they go, no, that's a, that's a Bigfoot, and we don't say big feet, I like what you say, Bigfoots, it's true, but I remember also reading a story about this guy who escaped a gulag and he saw a family of yetis and he said they were walking around like people covered in fur he like he swears to it what about the the whole family of like the yeti the bigfoot the skunk ape and all these other legends yeah you know um you know a lot of people feel like they're the same we're talking about the same creature even like the chupacabra you know which which is like like a, apparently like a small bigfoot you know but apparently like the way I've heard it, like, you know, the, the Yeti, the Bigfoot, is the Chupacabra is, you know, is all these other beasts. It's all the same. It's all the same thing. You know, it's what, you know, I, I, did, I did some research on, of course, you know, on Bigfoot, you know, before the film and, and learned, uh, you know, everything I, I learned, I pretty much put in the movie. Like, apparently there's, you know, 800 Bigfoot or so in, uh, left in, you know, in the world. And, and, like, and like a lot of them are in Northern California. And, and they love sweets. And so people put out pies. And so I was like, okay, I'll put a bunch of pies in the movie, like when they're trying to get, you know, someone, someone Bigfoot, you know, like, uh, you know, the, what else? What else did I, did I, uh, when I'm drawing, I'm drawing blanks now, probably because I'm on the radio, but, um, yeah, you know, uh, but I, I went with, I went with the, with the philosophy that they're all like, we're all talking about the same, you know, like the same creature in this, uh, in this project. Well, let's talk about summoning the spirit, the plot. You have Carla and Dean. They kind of want to go off grid, go into the mm-hmm. forest, and then this is when the sort of hijinks, hijinks ensues, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they're from they're from Miami. They're they're, they're moving to Northwest to get a kind of get away from some things that happened back in back in uh, in South Florida, you know, and uh, and then they you know they move next door to or down across the way from a cult, you know, they seem nice at first, very inviting, you know, they, uh, when they first meet you, the first thing they say to you is, I love you, just to start, to start off with, uh, to start off the, the relationship with love, you know, and they're very charismatic, and they're very sweet, they take you in, they make you food, you know, they, they, bring, they bring you into their practices, and then, you know, um, as they get to know the cult, you know, more and more, they find out what they're up to, and, and, uh, yeah, and as the, as the story moves on, the, you know, one is more accepting of, of uh, what's happening than the other, and and uh, ultimately, like the everything comes to a head, to a head at the end. And so, yeah. Um, so then, you know, we we get we, we get glimpses of Bigfoot throughout the movie. It's like we don't. That's one thing too. We we don't like we don't hide our monster until the very end of the movie. Like we you see our monster or our Bigfoot, our Sasquatch, our spirit, uh, the entire the entire film from the very beginning. Very cool. And then finally, where? What forest did you use? Did you film in NorCal? Where did you go? Oh, we uh, we filmed the movie in Portland, Oregon. Uh, yeah, right, mm. about thirty minutes away from my from my house. It was, it was great. <laughs> like very, uh, very, very close. And we shot. <laughs> yeah, we shot it mostly in uh, yeah, in um, Happy Valley area. It's very and sandy. It's all all very wooded and all actually places where they've had uh, 
Bigfoot uh, Bigfoot sightings apparently, and one and uh, the house where uh, Carl and Dean lived at, uh, they had a they had a few out there, which is pretty which is pretty interesting. And I guess there's more there's more in Clackamas County too, and there's uh, there's more sightings per capita, I guess, of uh, you know because it's one of those populated sort of isolated um, counties as as Clackamas and the PNW and the, the Pacific Northwest, and they have more more sightings there than any, any other county in in uh, in Oregon. God, I sound like I believe in Bigfoot. I can't tell you. <laughs> you know, I sound like I'm uh, well, an actual to, to, Bigfooter. To, to me, the dumbest show was they had this thing. I don't know if it was on Discovery or History or whatever, but it was these Bigfoot guys, and it's like these four fat guys, and they would go, did you hear that? Did you hear that? And then one guy, they'd find him, and he got knocked out. He goes, oh, he clotheslined me. And I'm like, ah, it's just you're, you're ruining yeah, uh, it. What show? Wait, what show, what show is that? It was something Bigfoot something on one of those reputable yep. you know networks. <laughs> I just I just love the I love your your description of the show. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Not to be, well, you know, I remember just real quick. I got to get this in before the break, but that was about yeah. 15 years ago. They found a Bigfoot. They were bringing his body. They were taking him to Stanford Medical Center here in the Bay Area. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it finally happened. And they opened up the box and it was a rubber suit. And I'm like, man, you got us all excited. Come on. Come on. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Well, summoning funny. the spirit, something has awakened. It will be available on August eighth, and um, from Dark Star Pictures, written and directed by our guest John Garcia. John, good stuff, man, and congratulations on the film. Hey, man, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks for the fun interview, man. I appreciate it. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. When you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, 
Don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078-800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Oh, thank you for that. <clears throat> and a couple of minutes left in hour number two of three. Got a lot of open lines in hour number three coming up at 1-800-878-PLAY. I thought it was cool during the All-Star game. They put on a graphic that Babe Ruth made his major league debut 109 years ago to the day. He pitched seven innings, gave up eight hits, two earned runs, and uh, one strikeout and no walks. He got the win, and at the plate, he went 0 for 2 with a K. So I guess he walked a couple of times there. Um, <clears throat> but the other thing was with uh, Zach Gallen taking the bump in the All-Star game, you think about a lopsided trade. Whenever you trade somebody for a bunch of youngsters, you're like, ah, it's going to be years. But when the Cardinals... In uh, five years ago, they wanted Marcel Ozuna from the Marlins. And they traded Monuris Sierra, okay, Daniel Castano, okay, and two pitchers to the Marlins. Zach Gallen and Sandy Alcantara. And then in a straight-up one-on-one swap in the minors, they traded Zach Gallen to the D-backs for Jazz Chisholm. And Jazz Chisholm is batting like 240, but he's still a good player. But this is what the Marlins do. I mean, they traded away Lopez to get Arias. And so, um, I mean, you talk about the Cardinals, they had Zach Gallon and Sandy Alcantara both in the Marzello Zuna trade. 
you just never know. Takes a little while for these trades to work out. All right, I'm Rick Piddle. We got another hour coming up. Come on back on Sports Bond. USA News, I'm John Schaefer. President Biden will meet Ukrainian President Zelensky at the NATO summit to discuss Russia's war in Ukraine. Ending that war is a priority for NATO leaders. Zelensky taking to Twitter to express his frustration, stating that there seems to be no readiness to invite Ukraine to NATO or make it a member. A bipartisan group of senators is in Lithuania to attend the NATO summit focused on Russia's war in Ukraine. Among them, Senator Dick Durbin. The NATO alliance is bigger, stronger, and more unified than ever. Durbin said Russia's invasion of Ukraine has revitalized NATO's efforts to protect democratic nations. 11 million people in New England remain under flood watches after a summer's worth of rain has fallen in parts of the Northeast in just a few days. We are seeing states of emergency having been declared in parts of a number of states, including New York, Connecticut, and Vermont, where we saw unrelenting rain play out overnight. NBC News' Emily Aikida says another 42 million Americans are under heat warnings this week. The extreme temperatures are hitting states like California, Arizona, Texas, and Florida. Students who struggled with school during the COVID pandemic are still struggling now to keep up with their coursework. A study from the nonprofit academic group NWEA examined data from nearly 7 million public school students from grades 3 through 8. According to the study, achievement gains during 2022-23 fell short of pre-pandemic trends, which stalled progress toward pandemic recovery. The study suggests students need more class time to catch up. And for the first time in two decades, cases of locally transmitted malaria are being detected in the United States. Six cases of the mosquito-borne infection have recently been confirmed in Florida. Another case has been confirmed in Texas. Experts say none of them were related to international travel. This is USA News. Hey, this is Brant along with Sherry here. And so you hear me doing these spots for MediShare? And Sherry actually helps me with them. I get people actually in person saying, okay, Brent, for real, do you recommend this? Like, yeah, uh, for real, I actually do. I'm not just saying stuff. So family, friends ask me about it. I'm like, yes, you should look into this. It's really a great option for a lot of people. That's what I tell people my experience has been. MediShare has been fantastic for me. Yeah. It's so different from health insurance in a lot of great ways, honestly. Yeah, and see, a lot of people who switch tell me that. It's the same reaction. They're very, very happy with it, and it gives them peace of mind and saves them a lot of money. I would tell people, look into it. Yep. Uh, so really, for reals, uh, if you want to talk to them, they're great to talk to. I think you'll be impressed and happy you looked into it. So um, you do the phone number. I'm actually tired <laughs> of doing all the phone numbers. Yeah. Okay. Call now. 855-BIBLE-11. That's 855-BIBLE-11. 855-BIBLE-11. Nice job. Thanks. 
The Marine Corps is without a leader for the first time in over 160 years. Commandant General David Berger officially retired Monday, leaving his assistant commandant as acting leader until he's confirmed in the Senate. But Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville has a hold on Pentagon nominees over its abortion policies. They provide paid leave and reimbursement costs for service members who cross state lines to get the procedure. Tuberville says it violates a law prohibiting federal funds from paying for abortions. PGA Tour officials will answer Senator's questions Tuesday on the agreement between the PGA and Saudi Arabia's Sovereign Wealth Fund to create one global golf league. Aaron Rayal reports. The PGA Live Golf merger, a pact between bitter enemies that shocked the golf world, will come under scrutiny today on Capitol Hill as Senator Richard Blumenthal and Ron Johnson called a hearing to investigate a final deal between the two sides. The merger will also be investigated by the Justice Department, which was already investigating the PGA Tour and other power golf bodies for potential anti-competitive behavior. Lawmakers have the ability to make life difficult for the tour, going after its tax-exempt status, and will probe Liv about whether its work constitutes that of a foreign agent. The Saudi-backed Live Golf Tournament persuaded many of the golf world's top players with hundreds of millions of dollars to participate in their league. It's July 11th, also known as Free 7-Eleven Slurpee Day. To celebrate the convenience store chain's 96th birthday, anyone who stops by can get a free small Slurpee. I'm John Schaefer USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hour three now underway. And, you know, whether Brent Rooker was deserving to go or not, he went and he had a double and he hit into a double play. And uh, at least he can say he was an all-star and hit a double in the all-star game. It's pretty cool. Exactly, that's very cool. But I still 
And I got corrected on this. I always thought it was Jesse Barfield getting his fifth at bat. I think it was his third at bat. But a young rookie by the name of Jose Canseco in the 86 All-Star Game. And Dick Hauser, who won the World Series with Kansas City in 85. That was the uh, Missouri World Series, the highway, whatever. Bad call there. Tommy Kerr. Anyway, long time ago. And I'm just like, will you put Canseco? And Canseco was like our first savior. The A's sucked for years, and he was our first stallion. I was like, will you just put the rookie in? And he was on deck as the game ended. Never played. And, and it was different then. The starter would go like five instead of like two. Then you thought, well, everybody needs to get at least two or three at-bats. It's like, no, now you get one or two. But... Dick Hauser then, not long after that, died of a brain tumor. It's very sad, tragic. And I always thought, well, maybe that's why he was, something was wrong with his brain. Literally. Not kidding. That, that he would have this stallion bat on the bench and he just wouldn't play him. Plus there's that old thing like, you're a rookie, you gotta earn it. Or you're not first ballot, you're probably third ballot, Hall of Famer. All these dumb things, I know. All right, uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. We got a wide open hour. Let's get into it. Let's get into the weeds. Let's get into the deep dive. What else do the kids say? Let's do that. 1-800. Do people still say outlier? That was popular for a while. That's an outlier. He's an outlier. That's a geological term, by the way, for rock outcroppings. But uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about glaucophane schist and a lot of other uh, geological properties and observations. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Back to school is on and Staples has great prices on everything you need for your best year yet. Save on notebooks, save on headphones and laptops, save on pens, markers, and all the essentials. And right now at Staples, save up to 60% on select notebooks, markers, and more. School on, save on at Staples, where school savings are always in session. And 729 Prices may vary in-store and online. Has someone in your family lost a job recently, and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property, and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495, 800-788-1495, that's 800-788-1495. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, 
you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You know, <clears throat> we um, it looks like we have a wide open hour, so come on in and get heard. You might have noticed in sports, if you've been paying half attention at all, that the Saudis are really getting into buying up uh, a lot of sports, you know, you think about the PGA as stodgy and as an institution as it comes in sports. They even had a price <clears throat> where they gave in. Newcastle United is owned by uh, Middle Eastern Oil Emirates. And if you think about other teams like that have been taken over <clears throat> by some very rich people. Um, and it looks like they might be getting into the NFL as well. It doesn't, you know, affect you or me either way, but Adam Silver, the uh, NBA commissioner, was asked about, as it was called, sovereign wealth coming into the NBA. And he says there's no pathway for it right now. He said, I don't want to say what could ever happen, but there's no contemplation right now. I mean, it's very important to us putting aside sovereign wealth funds that individuals are in position to control our teams, be responsible to fans, be responsible to their partners and to the players. And um, he just said it's important that a person in charge not be someone who is someone with sovereign wealth funds. I'll get back to that in a minute, but we got my man Stu in Vac Attack. What's going on, Stu? Rick, how are you, man? 
Hey, the other day I was at that uh, that Foster's Old Fashioned Freeze down there in Vacaville. Pretty good hot dog over there. Dude, why didn't you call me? I would have absolutely come down and had a uh, half and half dip with you. <laughs> it was the 4th Foster's of July. You were probably busy. I was probably sitting around the house wishing Rick Tittle would call me to go get an <laughs> ice cream and a hot dog at Foster's Freeze. Kidding me? <laughs> when hey, I was man, in the El Cerrito. I haven't talked. Your El Cerrito what? Sorry, I'll just get this in. When I was in the El Cerrito Little League and I played for the Cubs, we were sponsored by Foster's Old Fashioned Freeze, and Mr. Foster came to a game. Wait, Mr. Foster, like the mascot? Of the guy Bridge. who the guy who owned it, yeah, he this is like 1974. He came to one of the games, and my buddy Dave Lawn, who would later be the the pitching coach at Cal, he threw his glove at him by mistake. I saw Dave Lawn not too long ago, so his brother um, Mike, Mike is a um, good dude that lives in Vacaville, and um, yep. his and his Dave's nephew Jake uh, played for us. And, uh, Jake is a dad yeah, now. We, Jake is a dad now. That's, that's good knowledge on your part. That a boy. Well, yeah, Mike. Um, Mike you know and what? I, a, a launch. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Mike, you you call me. What's, lower, on your, you what's on your mind? But... <laughs> There's a lot go of ahead, cool Steve. stuff going on. Hey, I'm kind of enthused that um, reports have come out that the mayor has met with the commissioner. I mean, I doubt if they were just having tea together. They had to be talking about something positive. Um, you know, me, Mr. Optimism. So I'm driving by Foster Screws right now, by the way. Um, I, I'm enthused by that because, let's face it, this whole Las Vegas thing doesn't make any sense. Well, listen, so, I have been I've been enthused before over you know when I was a senior in high school Raider eminent domain you know the league voted no he couldn't move he didn't have league approval he took him to court and he won I just you know these these things about oh the teachers union doesn't want him look they're moving to Vegas I just I can't and I know we 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 you know the reverse boycott was a genius idea which I think is going to live in sports history forever and it was so awesome that you did that and I'm glad but I just I have zero optimisms too I'm going to counterbalance your zero optimism with my optimism, and we're going to, one of us is going to look at the other one. We're going to clink beer glasses and have a toast to one of us at some point down the line. Um, well, we, won't, we won't toast to me being right. I won't do that, but I'll toast <laughs> to you being right. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully that happens. Hey, so we had a, um, I told you not, last time I talked to you, I told you about, um, one of our former players that's now in the Blue Jays organization, Devereaux Harrison, one of the greatest names in baseball. And yeah. I was reminded of Devereaux yesterday when I heard that the Braves in the 15th round drafted a right-handed pitcher David Rodriguez from Delta College in Stockton. He's committed to Ohio State University, and he was the winning pitcher for Vacaville High School. Section championship game 2019. He gave up one run in six innings. That one run was a solo by A's farmhand Daniel Susak in the first inning. Mm -hmm. David worked the David worked six, gave up one run on three hits. Deborah Harrison came in for the save. So 
at least two and potentially three future professional players in that game. I need to look at the Jesuit roster and see if they had any more guys because they were absolutely stacked. So um, kind of a fun thing when one of the guys you know gets um, gets drafted. What you're also, saying is, in your last, very humble way, is you you have – you have produced yet another professional baseball player, Steve. Congratulations. Um, I did not. I, what I did was I wrote out a lineup card, and every once a, once a week I wrote his <laughs> name as the starting pitcher, and that was a genius move, let me tell you. Um, no, 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 no. I, Stu, no. That's, what, that's what Joe Torre did. Joe Torre wrote names like Jeter and O'Neill and, you know, uh, Bernie Williams. You developed these skinny little 14-year-old punks into professional not, baseball not players. Not at all. Hey, Joe Torre, one of the greatest <laughs> lines of all time. Do you know what I'm talking about? Joe Torre has the record. He has the major league record for most times hitting a double play in one game. Are you aware of this? Joe Torre, this is no. no lie. Joe Torre grounded into four double plays when he was playing for the Mets. Four. Four double plays. After the game, he's interviewed, and he says, I, I couldn't have done it without Felix Mion. Felix <laughs> 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 Mion got on base. <laughs> Felix Mion was classic. the guy who choked up halfway up the bat, remember? Yeah, he did. Felix Mion was a uh, scrappy, old-school ball player, that's for sure. A very reliable fielder, and you and I are probably the only ones that remember him in the, you know, among the listeners right now. <laughs> hey, I did a cool thing last Thursday. I stood on the field at Dodger Stadium. Wow. Why you ask? Tony got you on, huh? Why? Why you ask? Well, because it was Tony Gosselin bobblehead night, and a bunch of us went. And after the game, wow. his mom and dad said, hey, do you guys want to go down on the field? I'm like, well, I mean, twist my arm. I guess I could, I, you know. <laughs> but um, it was pretty cool. Uh, my son and I and, um, I don't know, about a probably about a 16 of us from, from Vacaville down there uh, having a blast. Can you believe he day. has, not only has he got a ring and an all-star, he's now got his own bobblehead. It's insane, man. I told him on the field, I said, man, I know you've already made it, but now you've really made it. And he, he just smiled. He goes, yeah, it's pretty cool. And um, <laughs> what, he, what he was the most fired up about was on the box, it had, you know, where it has his name, uh, mm -hmm. the T uh, of Tony and the N of Gonsolin have both had whiskers. So like cat whiskers. Uh, he was, so, <laughs> he was pretty, pretty fired good. up about it. Let me ask you this, Stu. Last but, question um, before I let me ask this before I got to yeah. run down the street from Foster's is a place that's brand new. It's called like Hank and Helen's Very Good Sausages or something. Is that any good? It's it's very good. It's not like um, it's not like old school. Uh, it's Casper's with a K. That's not what it is at all. Yeah. Um, it's sausages are kind of high end. It's really good. It's a great idea. They got great beer there. I like to kick back in that little courtyard they have there and watch the world go by, eat a hot dog and drink a beer. It's a good way to spend that half an hour. Yeah, they, part of that I saw they closed that beer garden on Dobbins. Yeah, that's too bad. I, I think there was just some issues going. I'm not exactly sure what happened there. Dude, I texted you, my, or I messaged you my number. Next time you're in Vacaville, 
don't have Oh, I got you, dude. Me. I got you in my phone. Yeah, I'll text you uh, next right. time, man. Um, we'll we'll get a uh, we'll get a hamburger at Foster's. Make it. We will make it happen. Or even in that same shopping center, Marillo's. I've been eating there for fifty years. Marillo's Mexican food. I've yeah, been, the I little one, not the big one at Nut Tree. The little one. No, 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 not the one I'm on of it. I find people at the one at Monte Vista. Don't get me wrong. You want yeah. to go to the original on Merchant Street if you're if you want to see the locals. That's where the locals go. I I gotta say I did <laughs> eat at the big one one time. Not that great. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, it's what it's it's it's. I never go there. <laughs> the one the one argument in going there is they do have a slurping machine that dispenses margaritas. <laughs> That's right. I am All right, hey, Stu, I'll give you a call next time. i got to run, but thanks for the call, my man. Congratulations on another draft All right, Rick, we'll see you. Right. All right, we'll I'm Rick Diddle. Come on back on Sports Pilot. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. 
This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Back to pass goes targeted. He's going down the middle and White makes the catch. He is clean but holds on to the football, losing the helmet. Chin strap flying one way, helmet the other. Holy Toledo. saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Let's talk some hot dogs and ice cream at 1-800-878-PLAY. Just finishing my thought about sovereign wealth in the NBA, Adam Silver said, quote, it's very important to us that there be a person in charge, and this is independent of sovereign wealth funds. I think that in terms of the connection with the community, the connection with the players, and their other partners in the league. In other words, who's the owner? Um, <clears throat> it's that whole palace over there. Well, right now, in the current investment rules of the NBA, the controlling owner of a team can run it if he owns as little as 15% you might say, well, why is that possible? Well, it's sort of like, you know, you can look at like Charles Johnson with the Giants. He's going to own most of it, but he doesn't want to run it. <clears throat> Aha. And so any sovereign wealth right now can't be more than 5%. So if you are the Sultan of Brunei, you can buy 5% of an NBA team, but you can't run it because you need to get to 15 so the I was talking about the Saudis. Well, the Qataris, and I'm talking about not just a guy, but what's called their Sovereign Wealth Fund, they bought 5% of something called Monumental Sports and Entertainment, which means it has a piece of all of our, the teams in our nation's capital outside of the commanders. They now have 5% of the Wizards, the Mystics, which is a WNBA team, <clears throat> and the Capitals. So, you know, of course, we already know about Live Golf with the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund, they call it the PIF, which has $600 billion to spend. They've spent a little bit. But we also saw the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns 
exceed their previous records for uh, franchise valuations with their recent sales. I mean, <laughs> this guy, Mark Lazary, his stake in the Milwaukee Bucks going for $3.5 billion. And uh, Matt Ishbia buying the Suns from Robert Sarver for $4 billion. That was in February. So <clears throat> these valuations are just skyrocketing. And it's played a part in the NBA opening up the ability for these private equity firms and some of these sovereign wealth funds to buy stakes in the team. But according to Silver, there are fewer and fewer individuals capable of writing those checks out. It's just like this conglomerate. But he also argued that those violations are not part of a bubble, just saying that the, the underlying economics of the sport and just the value of live sports in this on-demand streaming world, it validates it. He said, I think a bubble would be indicative of sort of irrational valuations. I think if you look at the revenues, at least in the case of the NBA being generated by the league, the opportunity for growth, the global market that we're addressing here, and maybe there's certain unique aspects to the NBA because of how global our league is, I don't think there's anything irrational at all. In part, the reason why we've opened up investment opportunities to private equity firms, sovereign wealth funds, is because we're running out of individuals, frankly, who are in position to write those kinds of checks, and especially when you're not going to be the control owner of the team. <clears throat> so he's basically saying you have to be Bill Gates or Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk to buy a team now. Who's going to write out a check for $4 billion? I mean, there are a few people on the planet, but not a lot. So he's saying the only way you can own a team now is to get a bunch of people together. <laughs> Unless, as I mentioned, the Sultan of Brunei. But once again, that'd be part of uh, foreign uh, investment. So I just thought that was, uh, you know, I just, there are certain people when they talk, I pay attention, you know, and there are a lot of people in sports when they start talking, I'm like, blah, 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 whatever. Like, I, I don't, I'm not interested in their opinion. I'm always interested in what Adam Silver has to pay. It's like, I never thought that I would be interested in what a coach would have to say about the world outside of, you know, just little tidbits of advice. Like John Madden in his book, One Knee Equals Two Feet, he, he had two rules. They were show up on time and play hard. But he would always say the first day of camp, he would uh, get everybody together and he said, uh, okay, how many guys here are married? You know, and then like a third of the guys raised their hands. He goes, how many guys here have a sweetheart? And, you know, then, I don't know, almost everybody would raise their hands. <clears throat> he said, my advice to you is to marry her right now. It'll help your career you won't go out drinking. You don't have to worry about groupies. You won't be playing three girls at the same time. You won't be worried about pregnancy scares and diseases and gold diggers and you getting arrested or whatever. So that was his advice. But like when Steve Kerr talks and he's talking about, you, know, you just think about how international his experience was growing up in Egypt and the West Bank and what happened to his dad. And, you know, I just, that doesn't mean I agree with everything he says. I don't, it would be stupid to agree with everything anybody says. But there are certain people like that I listen to. <clears throat> and 
one of those people is Adam Silver, who I have asked questions to before. I've never had a one-on-one sit-down with him. Who has? But I've asked him a few questions over the years when during the NBA Finals out here, which we had a few of them. He'd have sort of the state of the state when he came to Oakland. Um, no San Francisco, just the Oakland one. Yeah, wasn't let in. But anyway, he's a guy I listen to. Uh, Roger Goodell is a stooge for the league. Um, and, and I know he went to law school, whatever. Not impressed. He just does what he's told. And he makes, last time I checked, he made $40 million a year. And remember, he said, I'll make only a dollar this year. I'll tell you this right now. And I'll make this pledge to you, my listening public, my loyal listeners and my new time listeners. If I get $40 million for one year, I promise to earn only a dollar a year the rest of my life. <laughs> Just to show you how magnanimous I am. I will only earn a dollar a year forever. I'll just <laughs> I'll just take that 40 mil. It just it's amazing to me how <clears throat> you know how and this is why I, I think it's messed up to assume that all rich people are evil because you look at the Haas family and what they did saving the team in Oakland, even though they were a San Francisco family and giving the South Bay to the Giants to make sure that they could stay, you know, like and they didn't end up building down there anyway. They build a symphony hall. They they build countless ball fields all over the place. And do you know what happened to them? They remained filthy rich. That's what I think a lot of rich people understand. You can give away if you have ten billion dollars and you give away one billion, you help people like you've you could never believe. And guess what you have at the end? Nine billion dollars. So anyway, Adam Silver. Not yet. You can't come into the NBA just yet. We'll see. Everybody has their price. <clears throat> PGA. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot. This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others. I'm at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See, we didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by NHTSA. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used 
tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-345-2789. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems. And if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-345-2789. That's 800-345-2789. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. You know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you perfect. get at it. Just like, you know, Anything. you didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. <clears throat> man, that is some aggro stuff. I'm telling you right now. one 800 play Get in and get heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours. Yesterday, the MLB draft, <clears throat> I was talking about some of the family bloodlines going through. And Stu was just mentioning Devereaux Harrison, which is a great baseball name. There were some other names that I was uh, <clears throat> looking at that I uh, made note of. One was Rock Riggio. Who, who would draft a guy named Rock Riggio? Of course, it's the Yankees. Oh, Rock Riggio. Oh, I'm walking here. Anybody ever say I'm walking here? <clears throat> when I went to uh, Europe in 1979, I was 14, and we stopped at JFK to check planes. And I remember going through the security, and this guy beeped, and the TSA there's going. It's before they called him TSA. but Oh, he beeped. Who beeped? The guy. What guy? This guy, he beeped. Oh, you beep. Get over here. Get over here. You beep. The guy. This guy. And I thought they were sweat hogs. 
<clears throat> Vinny Barbarino. I thought these guys were pretending to be New Yorkers. <clears throat> oh, no. They were New Yorkers. Rock Riggio. There was also a guy named Travis Honeyman. You got to like that. I knew a guy in college whose last name was Pretty Man, and he pronounced it Perdiman. I'm like, um, you know, if Kirk Reuter wants to say Kirk Reader, I'll let him have it. If Bill Mueller says I'm Bill Miller, I'm not having it, and I'm not having Pretty Man. I'll go with Prettyman, <clears throat> but I'm not going to go with Perdiman. Anyway, Travis Honeyman. And uh, he got drafted by the Cardinals. Hurston Waldrep. This to me sounds like some sort of New Orleans gentleman. I do declare. Come down to the Crescent City. Woo-wee. Of course he had to get drafted by a team in the South, the Atlanta Braves. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Um. Colt Emerson, too. You talk about gun control. It wouldn't be funny if Colt Emerson was like, we really need gun control. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Cannon Handy. Cannon with a K. Who says I'm going to name my kid Cannon with a K? His parents. Cannon Handy. He got drafted by the Rockies. Remember yesterday I was talking about my friend. Her mom worked for the governor of Texas, J.J. Pickle. Of course, you're out. You gonna vote for John Thompson or JJ JJ Pickle? Diamondbacks drafted a guy named Gino Groover, <clears throat> not Grover, <clears throat> Groover. Uh, Colton Ledbetter. I just like that. That sounds like somebody who worked for Pinkerton. Pretty boy Floyd, you're under arrest. And this caller is mine. Signed Colton Ledbetter. Phoenix Call. <laughs> Why I shouldn't laugh at people, especially me. Um, <clears throat> Phoenix Call. There's he was drafted by the Red Sox. The the Mets drafted a guy named Christian Pregnant. <laughs> Except then I read it again. No, it's it's Christian Prejean. It just looks like pregnant. <clears throat> but yeah. <laughs> Chris there was also the Mets drafted another guy named Christian, Christian Little. How religious are you? Uh, Christian Little. A little bit Hindi, a little bit Muslim, a little bit Jewish, a little bit Christian. Um, the Twins drafted a guy named Paul Sean Pasqualato. And it's Paul Sean, all one word. And that's one of those things <clears throat> where it's like, well, we want to name him after Daddy, but we also want to name him after Grandfather. There used to be a thing, especially in the South, that whatever doctor delivered you, that was your middle name if you were a boy. Why is your middle name Titus? Because uh, Rupert P. Titus McStump was my delivering doctor. Twins, Paul Sean Pasqualetto. Um, <clears throat> Isaac Tiger. I-Z-A-C-K. Isaac Tiger was drafted by the Rangers. Um, and then my favorite of all, I'll stop this list. <laughs> my favorite out of all of them 
was Caleb Ketchup. Yes, K-E-T-C-H-U-P. Caleb Ketchup, drafted by the Angels. The only one that came close, and it wasn't a stupid name. It was a name that I was uh, jealous of. I'm always uh, jealous of these really flowery French names because they sound so sophisticated. Pierre-Olivier Boucher was drafted by the Braves. <clears throat> I just think it has a lot more clout when you're at the dance and you're like 18. What's your name? Rick Tittle. What's your name? Stu Clary. What's your name? Dominic Jimenez. And you? I am Pierre-Olivier Boucher. Woo! <clears throat> oh, you'll get a woo. Woo! Les There was I spent a lot of time in England a couple decades ago, and I was coaching football there. You mean soccer? No, I'm American. I mean football. I'll say soccer if I mean soccer. Coaching football. To the police department, <clears throat> which was in Bushy, which I didn't realize. That's where uh, Wham! is from. Best friends Andrew Ridgely and Jorge Chipsatsos, or whatever George Michael's real name is. I didn't realize they were from Bushy. That's where John Lloyd Tennis Center is as well. But I digress. Um, <clears throat> I also coach basketball in Hamel Hempstead, which is another town in Hertfordshire, which we would call Hertfordshire, Hertfordshire, um, to some 14-year-olds because I because I played high school basketball. I was basically John Wooden in England. And I was. I started off, uh, let's get some layup lines. What? Well, you 10 do layups, you 10 rebound, and then switch lanes. I can't believe this. Who thought of this? Layup lines? Really? Yeah, that's how backwards they were. <clears throat> Those proto-primitive people in England. You're so stupid. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyway, there was this one guy who, uh, I digress again, but he was the... Um, the head professor um, at uh, the headmaster, I should say, the headmaster at the school there. And everybody has to wear neckties. Even girls have to wear neckties like men. They're a little bit shorter when they go to school. And I remember the, the headmaster wrote me a note <clears throat> saying that he thought whatever his name was uh, really needed to stop playing basketball so much and concentrate more on his studies. Like, why aren't you writing this to his parents? Maybe he did. But I'll just, the thing I remember from this whole story was that at the end of the little letter, handwritten letter he wrote me, and it was like, you know, whatever his name was, like Philip James Jameson III, comma, Chevalier. <laughs> what? It's basically a French knight, someone of the horse. <clears throat> of the cheval and I'm like all right I can't I can't let this go I just I can't why would he sign chevalier and it's like well there are certain you know over here we'll have like you know if you graduate maybe you're magna cum laude or if you're really smart you're summa cum laude or if you're kind of smart cum laude whatever or phd it was some sort of academic award that he had gotten so instead of writing like PhD at the end, <laughs> Chevalier. <laughs> and as pretentious as it was, I was a little bit jealous. <clears throat> Maybe I should call myself that.
uh, Rick Tittle Chevalier. Now, I'd have to beat myself up. Uh, one other thing I wanted to get to you before we go to break. Um, you know when uh, college kids, or I should say high school kids, commit to colleges, they'll go through this like stupid shell game with hats, which I think is cruel. It makes the other schools get their hopes up. <laughs> you know, there's always a hat. Well, will say like Notre Dame, Ohio State, Fresno State. I'm like, okay, I know which the first hat that's going to get kicked out the window. <laughs> he's, if he has a commit from Ohio State and Notre Dame, he's not going to Fresno. Why are you even teasing Fresno State right now? Which is a fine school with great athletes. It's just don't. <clears throat> it would be like I have a commitment to play college basketball at UCLA, Duke, North Carolina, and Utah State. Hmm. I think Utah State has a chance. Why would he want to go all the way to North Carolina? Anyway, I bring this up because we had another one of these shell games, and it was different. It was, and these kids today with their YouTube channels, what have you, but there's a defensive end out of Hawaii. He's the second greatest player on the island right now, and believe me, Hawaii puts out some great players. As Jesse Sapolu, the great Niner lineman, once said, he said, we Pacific Islanders are blessed with one thing, and that is girth. I love that quote. He goes, we are blessed with girth. Anyway, this guy's name is Anelu Lafaele. And Anelu Lafaele decided to go on his YouTube channel and also 247 Sports. Except this time, he was with his parents, and he's got like all the lays and everything, like Mariota and... Had. He's wearing all this stuff, and he turns around with his parents, and they're standing on the beach, and his four friends are standing there, and one has a um, hoodie that says Hawaii, one has a hoodie that says Notre Dame, one has a, a hoodie that says Washington, uh, one Wisconsin, and one Arizona State, and he basically does decimation decimation is a term from the roman legions that they would take all the deserters and decimate means des every 10 you'd walk along the bridge and every 10th guy the commander would push him off the bridge with a stick that's actually the, how the term decimation came from but it was sort of like that he pushed the whole hawaii guy in the water then he pushed the wisconsin guy and then he had somebody else tackle the arizona state guy and what was let was with wisconsin and then he started doing the w's with the thumbs that's kind of a dark horse right there you could be a wahini warrior you could go to notre dame like manteo arizona state the heat no he's going to madison and uh yeah so he figured out a new way to do it with the help of his friends I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on SportsBot. When you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. 
Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Der Anlass war vollkommen nichtig und ich selbst griff erst gar nicht ein, weil Kinski im Vergleich zu anderen Ausbrüchen eher milde wirkte. Drinking that haterade and bow down to Ricky T, y'all. All right, a couple minutes left in the show. We now know officially who's going to be on Hard Knocks, and it's the Jets. And you might hear the, I don't know, disappointment in my voice. You think? And that's it's just because I feel like the Jets were just on. It was 13 years ago. <laughs> it was in 2010. 
Rex Ryan, the Darrell Rivas holdout, Mark Tenenbaum meeting him like in upstate New York at a wooded area for just at a cafe. It's kind of Sopranos-ish. Mark Sanchez was there. But, I mean, look, the only other eligible teams were the Bears and the Saints, and they both begged not to do it. And remember, we have an in-season version that runs on Amazon, too. We don't know who that's going to be. But if you look at a team that has not gone to the playoffs since they were on Hard Knocks, talking 12 straight years, and you think about bringing in Aaron Rodgers, who will talk about ayahuasca and how his family disowned him and it was his choice and how he wants to go into a dark hole to find himself, whatever. I mean, I guess it is. And plus, it's New York, so it's going to get a lot more hype. But... Yeah, I mean, like, all the ways you can get out of it now. Um, you think, well, would you be more excited if it was the Saints? Eh, not really. Derek Carr is not going to say anything controversial. The Bears are a snoozer. So I guess if you, I mean, really, if you offer me those three teams, I got to go Jets just because of A-Rod, right? Let's see if he's still going out with J-Lo. Different A-Rod. All right, thank you. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Another three hours in the books. We'll turn around and we'll do it again tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pack time. We don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.